Hi guys, welcome back to Just Delusional. I'm your host Noel Sari, and we are back for our 14th episode. Insert clapping noise here. Um, this week's episode is highly requested, but also you might have already heard me talk about this on another episode briefly, but then also I've spoken about this on my Instagram, I've spoken about it on my TikTok, I've spoken about it on other people's podcasts, like this topic has been unpacked, but um, it's the perfect time to fully unpack it and to dive into it and to break it down because this week's episode is about my hijab journey. So wholesome, so Muslim girl slay of me. But listen, it's been 10 years since since I put the hijab on. So it's the 10 year anniversary. It's the perfect time to talk about it. I'm 25. I put the hijab on when I was 15. Cray cray. I'm so freaking old. Um, So I feel like it's the perfect time to talk about it. But also... Ramadan is happening soon. If you're not sure what Ramadan is, it's the fasting month for Muslims. It's when your Muslim friends can't drink water. That's what's coming up. Um, And I notice a lot of conversation on social media um, within the Muslim community of a lot of hijabi girls talking about their relationship with their hijab. um, But then also a lot of like non-hijabi Muslim girls talking about how they want to put it on. And I feel like Um, maybe this episode can help some people fall in love with their hijab again, but then maybe they can also want to put the hijab on if you don't already wear it. Like whatever purpose this serves you, I hope it's something positive. Um, But the episode needed to happen. So what a perfect time to talk about it. 10 years. And let's start from chapter one, okay? We need to set the vibe of what 15-year-old Noel was living amongst. I'm in Sydney, Australia, okay? Um, My grandma wears a hijab. I had a few aunties who had worn the hijab. I knew about the hijab. I know that it's something that Muslim women have to wear, but I kind of... I think like a lot of young Muslim women, they thought it's something you do when you're older. Like you kind of... Maybe just me, I didn't think it was... um, I didn't think it was something that people were waiting for me to do like I kind of just um knew it was always there and I I did always love the hijab like if I had my way I probably would have worn it when I was like seven because I wanted to wear something that I had seen older women wear like you know how you want to mimic um older women wearing high heels or lipstick it was the same type of thing um but of course like I was way too young and when I had hit the age of 15 obviously this is like after hitting puberty I was feeling like I already was kind of leading myself in that direction anyways. So taking the step felt um, like the right time. And what were those steps? Well, I kind of always have dressed modestly, so to say. Like growing up, I wasn't allowed to wear like short shorts or bikinis or crop tops, like whatever it was. Um, I was always, my, my parents were very adamant on us being modest regardless of the fact regardless of the fact if we wore the hijab so I would wear like three-quarter pants three-quarter tights um t-shirt tops nothing too low like you could imagine right I think a lot of Muslim girls have had a similar experience when you're like 12 years old um so I kind of already was like halfway there in that sense like I already had um like fashion requirements when I go to the shops I already had modesty 
in my brain. Like I already had these things lined up. So wearing the hijab was like the extra point of like covering my hair. That's how it felt. Cause I already had felt like I was modest in how I dressed anyways. Um, so at the round of, around the age of 15, I was in year, well, you would have been in year nine or year 10. I honestly can't remember. And the, the friend group that I had had at the time weren't like a Muslim friend group. Um, there was a Muslim group in the school I was in, but if you grew up, if you are like half white, like I am, or half anything really, like you kind of always felt split in between who you have to hang out with and who you want to hang out with and who you get along with and who you don't, like blah, 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 blah. And the friends that I had at the time were like friends I had bonded with over like One Direction and Wattpad and whatever it was. It was kind of about hobbies, but it wasn't necessarily us bonding over our values or us bonding over our culture. It was nothing like that. They were just good friends. Um, And the school I was at, there wasn't many girls who had worn the hijab. So it wasn't like I could fall into um, a group and like find that safe space. And also I, I don't think a lot of people knew that I was Muslim as well because there was a lot of, um, well, there's a lot of Arab kids at my school, like kind of, but it was very common to be like Christian Arab or to be Italian, like Greek. Like it wasn't, that common or no one was really thinking because you're still a kid like no one's thinking muslim girl who doesn't wear the hijab like they're all they think is muslim hijab non-muslim no hijab right so no one had really thought about it and obviously i didn't talk about it so when i was thinking about putting the hijab on a lot of the inspiration had come from the fact that i was i think it was almost ramadan so i was feeling like on a spiritual high but then um, having women around you and your family who do wear it kind of does obviously help. Um, but I honestly think the biggest driving factor for me probably would have been seeing like Muslim online influences, like, um, the old school, like hijabi bloggers, seeing their Instagrams and their blogs and their websites and seeing them adapt to like modern trends and mainstream trends with the hijabs made it a a lot less daunting than it felt like it was and I'm sure like girls now putting the hijab on it's not doesn't feel as isolating and as scary it does obviously I can't speak for everyone I don't know where what city you're in or how your family is for example but if you're from um like a bigger city where there are Muslim communities it doesn't feel that daunting to put the hijab on because you can go on tiktok and instagram and wherever it is and you can see hundreds and thousands of girls who wear the hijab in a stylish way and in a confident way and it's expressive and it's so beautiful and at the time me seeing hijabi influences halfway across i mean the other side of the universe literally the other side of the world was comforting because i thought i love fashion they love fashion they're wearing the hijab and they're doing an incredible job at it. Like it, that, that sounds like the perfect world to be in. So when I had put the hijab on, I remember I told like my mom, like I want to put the hijab on and she was fully on board. Um, my sisters at the time didn't wear the hijab. My older sister didn't, didn't wear the hijab. My younger sister didn't wear the hijab. And my dad had never brought up the hijab with me. Like he never had told me, um, 
you should wear the hijab or I want you to wear the hijab. Honestly, it was fully something in me that I wanted to wear the hijab, which I think is beautiful. Um, but also I'm lucky to have that experience because I do know a lot of girls who feel like they have to wear it. Um, not because of even religious pressure, it's like family pressure. So I'm fully grateful of that. But when I had put the hijab on, it felt like it, it, do, it feels like your world is changing. And I don't know if it feels different now when you put the hijab on. I'm sure it does. But at the time, 2015, so what year is it? 2014? No, wait, I was 15. So it's 2014. It's like whatever is in, like skinny white girl tumbler, like you're not that. You're on the side of that. And like, that's just what I had told myself. So I put the hijab on. I went back to school. People thought I was a new kid. Not kidding you. Genuinely not kidding you. I had so much anxiety, but I somehow did it. I went back to school with the hijab on. Um, I had my friends meet me at the front gate and walk me inside because I was that nervous. And I wanted... Um, cause you, when you first put the hijab on, you, you're so conscious of the fact there's something on your head and you feel like everyone knows that you have just put it on instead of just thinking you've always worn it, but going to school, obviously everyone's going to notice for the first time. So I was so stressed out, had my friends walk me in and we had like a massive quad, like a massive, um, space in the middle of the school where you walk across in the morning, like everyone can see you. So, oh my God, it was so daunting. And I had like my friends walk me in. And I remember going to class and the teachers were looking at me twice, like, what's going on? Some kids were like, I didn't know you're Muslim. I didn't know you were Arab. Like a 15 year old, you can imagine how stupid they are, no offense. Um, And then I remember, (laughs) I remember the friends that I had at the time who were guys, um, like classmate friends, um, they kind of uh, wanted to be more respectful and wanted to be more supportive. And I would think it was so wholesome because if I had like, a, you know, when you just put the hijab on, you wear it like a literal maniac, like you don't know how to wear it. So I would like sometimes have my hair showing or sometimes it's like my cap's too forward or I don't know, I have some hair coming out of the side, whatever it was. And I had told like, my guy friends in my class like this is what the hijab is and I've decided to wear it and this is what it means and you know what I mean like whatever it was and then I had told them like uh, so I can't show my hair and like whatever it was and then they were like not weird at first but they were like okay like what's going on but then by the second day they were normal and if I had hair showing or whatever it was they'd be like oh like they would look at me turn away and then be like fix your hair like it's showing it was so wholesome like I think back I'm like as 15 year old boys like that's the best outcome I could have asked for like because these guys weren't Muslim as well and we were just classmates so like that was really nice of them um and then in terms of like my friends at the time, I think that that was a big factor in me changing friend groups because putting the hijab on made me, I don't want to say naturally gravitate towards the Muslim Middle Eastern kids, but it did make it a bit easier for me. But then in hindsight, we really didn't have anything in common. We kind of just hung out because we looked similar. You know what I mean? But it kind of, it did change, like wearing the hijab did change a lot of aspects of uh, my high school life and like um, 
who I was friends with and who wasn't friends with anymore than who I felt like I looked odd out with and who I felt like I couldn't hang out with anymore than who I felt like was looking at my hijab for that looking at me. Like you could imagine what a 15 year old thinks of. Um, but high school, the first like, let's say month of wearing the hijab was weird because I even remember having, <laughs> oh my God, I had a guy in my class I don't know if I've told this story before, I might have. I had a guy in my class, okay, hand me a note, like hand me paper, pass it to me in class, and I looked at it, and it said, um, basically, I can't remember exactly word for word it said, but it was like, did your did you get married? Or did your dad get you married? Or did your dad something along those lines? And I was like, no no like what made you think that and he's like oh I thought that's what happens when you put the hijab like when you wear that like you got married or your dad got you married or you're you're like getting shipped off overseas or something and I remember just thinking like what is like what like what is going on um but then there's so many positives that come with that because you're teaching this whole new generation of people um about the hijab how cool the hijab is and how chill you know, hijabi women are and how we're the same as everyone else and we deserve the same amount of respect and we're just as funny as everyone else and we're just as kind, like all these things. And if you didn't, if I wasn't in that position, maybe they would have never literally interacted with a hijabi Muslim woman. You never know. So there's so many positives that come with it, but high school is ill regardless. Like, let me, we all know this. High school is gross regardless. Like, ill how when did I graduate? Like six years ago? Yeah, like six years ago. Like, ew, six, seven, six, seven years ago. Ew, literally ew. So regardless of the fact, it's going to be yuck. And if you go to a Muslim majority school and you wear the hijab, just remember you're, 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 you're more lucky than other people, okay? Say alhamdulillah. Um, so let's move on from high school. That's when I put it on, 15, okay? So now we're going into university and, well... There's something I should add. So when I was in year 10, I had went on a school, well, it wasn't a school trip. It was like, it was a school trip, but it was sponsored by the New South Wales government, the, the government of the state I live in. And it was to send uh, 100 students to Turkey, well, Gallipoli, to commemorate the 100 year anniversary of the Anzac War. And I remember really wanting to go because it was a free trip let me be so freaking for real and I think I have mentioned this before as well but going on that trip I was around a lot of kids from the northern beaches the Sutherland Shire like those ways of New South Wales basically like really um white communities and my school I was the only I was one of three kids I would say one of three or four actually no I'm exaggerating there was like five kids out of the 100, five, six kids out of the 100 kids who had like an ethnic background. I'm not joking you. So, and I was the only hijabi girl on that trip. So you can imagine I'm the only hijabi visibly Muslim woman, girl actually, on a trip with 100 students going to Gallipoli to commemorate the Anzac War which a lot of them have a lot of nationalism in them and I'm there like oh like I don't know bro like I'm Muslim like I don't know like I just was whatever right so I went on that trip but 
the reason I'm bringing this up is because I remember getting so many questions about my hijab, so many questions, so many um, snarky comments from like year 10 boys. Like you can imagine it's so stupid. So many snarky comments. I had teachers like going out of their way to look out for me and comfort me and to tell me they've been to a mosque and they have um, Muslim friends and whatever it is because like they could tell that I was so odd out. And then I remember um, there's so many stories, but like I remember seeing another, another state or another, I don't remember who it was, but there was a bunch of schools and then there was some state, other states. And I remember seeing another hijabi girl from another state. And like, I just was like fixated on it. You can see, like, it's like this connection that Muslim women have when you see another hijabi woman, when there aren't many of you and you have this like telepathy where you're like, hello, my sister, I love you. I love you so much. And that's, I just want to bring that up because I remember that so well. And I remember my teacher telling me that I shouldn't say hijabis because it's derogatory. Yeah. My teacher is telling me I shouldn't say that. And he's not a Muslim, by the way. So I was like, cuz, what do you know? <laughs> cuz, what do you know? Um, the Western Sydney just jumped out. But yeah, that was really funny. I was like, why can't I say hijabis? Like I am one. Like take a freaking chill pill and be freaking for real. But um, yeah. So then let's move on to like year 12 going into university. I've meant, I've said this before. I, I repeat myself so much because I'm really not that interesting. But I always loved fashion, right? Wanting to go into uni, I I liked creative degrees. But since I had put the hijab on for a couple of years at that point, I was thinking a hijabi like a hijabi Muslim woman can't do radio, or a hijabi Muslim woman can't do journalism, a hijab unless it's like war correspondent. <laughs> a hijabi Muslim woman can't do fashion journalism can't be like do you, know, do you know what i'm saying i i'm living in australia as well you can imagine how limited the possibility of seeing anything diverse on tv is so i kind of thought i need to be reasonable i need to be real is is advertising more more safe for a hijabi woman is law more safe for a hijabi woman not me thinking i could do law like relax is business safer for a hijabi woman? Like, this is what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking, what's my dreams, my hopes, my aspirations? No. I thought, what's safe for my the thing I wear on my head? So absurd, but that's what happens, right? Well, at least that's how I was thinking. And I had gone into uni doing um, a Bachelor of International Studies at first, and I had thought, this is safe. This is this is timid, this is chill, let me just get a degree, whatever it was. And then I went to uni surrounded by so many Muslim women that I wasn't used to that. And I was like, okay, what the frick? I can do whatever I want. And then that's when I went into advertising and communications and whatever it is, which is so bizarre. I know it's bizarre because I can do whatever I want. But again, I want to reinstate that that's just the mindset I put myself in, which is very irrational, but that's how I was thinking. Um, and then that time was also the, the same time that I was starting social media, right? Um, because as I said, like I started social media, like my first year of uni. So that time of my life wearing the hijab was a bit weird because I think I was coming into my personality and I was finding who I am, what I like, what I don't like, navigating my body, navigating, 
um, my confidence, whatever it is. And I was wearing the hijab at the same time. So a lot of people who go through that, sometimes they experience that before they had put the hijab on. But I was going through it while I had the hijab on. And I think that's why I had gone through so many fashion aesthetics and so many phases in um, what I thought I liked, but I realized I didn't like and what I thought I needed to look like, but I hated that, like all, all these things. And then... I think it was a real turning point for me because I had realized that like it can be whatever I want it to be. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that time, I will say, like I'm going to be totally honest with you, that time in my life, I look back at photos, I'm like, that's not the proper way to wear the hijab. And I think I knew it at the time or maybe I didn't know it at the time, but I was finding myself and I was growing into myself and I kind of feel like, I had to do that to realize myself, my connection with the hijab and why I want to wear it and why I want to keep wearing it and all those things. Because I feel like if I was going through that later in life, maybe I would have taken it off. If I hadn't had that space or that adamancy to like, I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? But if I wasn't that determined to like, experiment with so many styles and outfits whenever it was I don't know if I would have like hated the hijab like I I really don't know but at that time I remember trying to fall in love with the hijab because I was trying to find myself and I was trying to navigate what how I feel beautiful like no any girl at 18 19 they want to feel beautiful and I was this I had this new confidence and this new like I feel like I had like I just finished high school like I had this glow not glow up in the sense but like that freedom to like be like this is who I am and this is who I want to be but I wore the hijab and I had felt like I needed to to add that to everything I was doing whether it was how people see me and is it a, a joke that I add when I meet people and is it you know like is it a one-liner when I want to apply for a job is it a good diversity thing, like all these things, plus trying to navigate how I like wearing it. It was a lot. It was very, very confusing. And I remember I copped a lot of hate at the time because of how I was wearing the hijab. And as much as I agree that that's not the right, the, the right, I say it with quotations, like not the right way to wear the hijab because I was wearing like more fitted pants and like tighter tops and heavier makeup or like the poses I was doing, whatever it was, as much as I agree with you, I was so like taken aback by the amount of hate I was getting and the amount of like um, sexualized um, DMs and comments I was getting that I it was really like, I wouldn't say it was deterring me away from the hijab, but I had I hadn't felt... I didn't feel like I had the best relationship with it at the time and I'm happy and I'm proud of myself that I stuck through it and I found my way out of that but I will never understand people who have like especially as women as well to tell another to tell another woman like to bully them and to be so negative especially at, I look back at the fact I was so young, like I was trying to work it out. Like I was trying to understand it and I was trying to find myself and it was kind of obvious as well. And I think, I think a lot of the comments that I was receiving, like 
ew, like you're an adult, like relax, like leave me alone. But then at the same time, maybe it did it help me wear it better? Honestly, I don't think so. I think I've I think I came into that myself. Um and I'm a bit stubborn in that sense. Like being online for this long, like you could give me a hate comment, like I'm not gonna take it as feedback, I'm just gonna block you. Like I need to realize it myself. Unless it's like a you're educating me about something, which I always listen to when I take it on board. But if you're saying like you're wearing too much makeup, like piss off piss off so you know been there that was the that was the journey and I'm sure you guys can relate maybe you can't I don't know but that's kind of how I started off and all those photos are archived of me or deleted like they're so nasty they're not that bad but they're just like ew like what am I doing but that's what happens when you uh, one grow up on the internet but two you put the hijab on and you start posting during the hype beast era what the frick scary um and then let's fast forward to so now i'm like starting to work at workplaces so i'm getting comments from customers asking me about it i'm being labeled as the hijabi girl being told i'm funny for a hijabi girl they've never met one like me whatever the hell that means being told that um, I'm actually funny. What the frick does that mean? But again, so many of these people had never interacted with a Muslim woman and also had so much prejudice about them, whether that's innocent or not. They were so like, whoa, wow, for a hijabi. I'm like, what did you think? Was it like, what? I didn't get it. But that was a whirlwind because I had worked a lot of retail jobs and I was going through all of that. And I was copying, I'm, I remember when I worked, I've had a lot of jobs, guys. Like I'm literally like, what's that character that had a lot of jobs? What's that show? The Disney Channel show. Anyways, someone will tell me. But um, I worked at Woolworths, I worked at Kmart, I worked at Hype, I worked at JD Sports, I worked at H&M, whatever it was. But when I had worked at Kmart, I remember during Christmas time, okay? And the thing is, I am not one to be like, look at someone and be like, you're racist. You're giving racist. Like it's, you have to either really give me the vibe or you prove it to me, right? So I was working at Kmart during Christmas time and oh my God, working retail, oh, especially Kmart during Christmas time is traumatic because people will come for your neck, okay? And I'm working at Kmart. Imagine this, I'm 18, bro. Like relax, I double scan something. When you double scan something, that's like you scan the same thing twice, okay? And the stupid registers we had at the time, mind you, I don't work at Fendi. I don't work at Prada. I I work at Kmart, okay? You double scan something. You can't, I can't fix it if it's already paid for. Mind you, it's Kmart. So it's probably like a $5 item scanned twice. It's nothing crazy. It's obviously still, you need that $5 back, but it's not like I double charged you for like $50, $60, whatever it was. And this woman was like, you double scanned it. And it was after, she pointed it out after the fact so I, or she had already paid, but the way she said it was like, she had already noticed, but she was waiting till the end. And she's like, you double scanned it. And I was like, oh, where? Like, she's like, right, like she knew exactly that one. 
And I was like, oh, okay, um, I'm so sorry about that. Um, but unfortunately, like I can't do refunds at the register. So if you go to the register at the back of the store, which is like the exchange desk, whatever it was, um, they can easily do it there for you. Like, and like, that's just how it is. Like, it's not my fault. It's like the rules they taught me when I got this job. And she's like, no, I'm not going there. You give me a refund. No, I'm not going there. Like fully Karen. And I'm like, babe, like I, I understand, like I'm so lazy as well. I don't want to walk there, but I literally cannot, like there's no format on this freaking screen for me to give you a refund. Like there's not even a button. I cannot do it. You have to go to the back desk, right? And then this woman takes it up with my supervisor and I'm like, bruv, I don't care. Like, is it that serious? It's not that serious. She takes it up with my supervisor and she starts saying stuff, okay? She starts saying stuff. She starts saying stuff like, just because she doesn't celebrate Christmas doesn't mean she has to ruin it for everyone else. Mic drop. Yeah, she basically implied that I'm the Grinch. And I remember hearing that and being like, are you freaking for real, bruv? Like, I'll give you $5 from my bum hole, like, if that's what you want, like, do you want me to actually like give it for my wallet? Like, are you being for real right now? It was so funny. It wasn't funny at the time, but I remember being like, what the hell? Like she actually just targeted me because of like the fact that I'm Muslim, huh? Like it was like, what? Like, was she thinking about that the whole time? It was so weird. And then she had made other comments about the girl with the thing on her head, that that girl with the thing on her head, like she was making comments like that. And then the supervisor at the time, she didn't defend me at all. She was just going along with it. And then another supervisor had said, um, I need to have a chat with you. Like, I'm so sorry that happened. And like, it wasn't okay. And it was racist. And like, we don't tolerate that here. And we've asked her to never come back to the store. And like, and I'm like, oh, like, I think because you're so used to it as a Muslim, like, you're like, oh, okay. Like, ah, uh, thanks, I guess. But from their point of view, like people who actually um, care about, you know, being nice to humans was like, that's wrong. And that shouldn't have happened to you. And I'm so sorry. And I got a reason. I was like, shit, like people see me differently. Like, huh? Like, it was so weird. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. So, um, yeah. And I want to, uh, I, I kind of want to wrap it up with, like, where I'm at now. Because I think it's, um, it kind of summarizes how I've been feeling. Because Here's the thing. When you wear the hijab, there's days you want to take it off. There's days where you're in love with it. And I think people need to be more honest about that. I love it more than I don't like it. I can easily say that because when you tell yourself you're wearing the hijab not for the beauty and you're not wearing it for the style, you're not wearing it for the aesthetic, you're not wearing it for the likes because the, the truth is is that um, I feel like it can fall into like a fashion thing, often can be fall like into a fashion category now than it can like a um, like a religious milestone I think. And if you tell yourself you're wearing the hijab for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're wearing it for yourself and you're wearing it because it's to protect you and it's um, written for you and it looks beautiful on you and, you know, your loved ones think you look beautiful and God thinks you look beautiful and, like, all these things. And it's not about um, the beauty that's portrayed in the Western world and it's not about the beauty it's portrayed on this earth and it's not about that. It's about the beauty from within and it's like it gives you so much light and so much love and so much like peace if you see it from that type of lens 
it's so much easier to like every day take on those bad like take off those like bad things you're thinking out of your mind and like because when you're a young girl as well and you're trying to navigate it all it all and you feel like you look ugly with it 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 is tough and like I know that like firsthand there's so there's been so many times where I'm like oh it's I look so ugly with it I, I look so much better without it which is the point by the way but also like I would think I would be like just like everyone else if in my career if I didn't wear it and like I'm so sick of being labeled as the hijabi girl and getting Muslim uh, like adjacent jobs where people just want me to talk about diversity and growing up and like da, 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 like all these things. I think like, oh my God, like I'm so tired of it. And I think once I had a break and I pulled back and I thought, I'm not going to talk about that shit anymore. Like I love talking about it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to let that drive my career. I want to, I want my career to be because of Noel and not because of the money they can make off, you know, my hijab. It was really refreshing and it really did help me. But um, I think the biggest thing that helped me love my hijab, which I already said, like changing my mindset, but also like finding like my personal style really did help. But it's it's always going to be hard. And I'm like not going to lie, like I'm 25 and like maybe it's meant to be easy now, but it's still hard. Like there's times where I'm like, my like for example my when my weight fluctuates and I feel like I look really chubby and I feel like I look I feel chubby and I or if I feel like I've put on weight or I feel like I feel too like sexy or or sexualized in an outfit that I shouldn't feel that way in but because I have curves and I've got hips and chest or whatever it is and I'm like oh my god I'm so sick of this and then and then I feel like why can't I wear the outfits I like because then I just look like I'm I'm wearing the hijab wrong why am I dealing with this it'd be so much easier if I wasn't wearing it and then I think I the only thing that suits my body is dresses and baggy dresses and abayas and I think well that's what I'm meant to be wearing but is it my personal style like it's such a thing up and down and I think now I'm finding a space in between where some days I just want to dress modestly and it's not me expressing myself but I'm comfortable and I and I've accepted it now and I'm like as long as I feel confident and modest and I don't have to worry about my chest and my butt and whatever it is it's a win right and then there's some days where I'm like I want to express myself with a new style new colors my personality, whatever it is, there's, I, I find myself having more like in between of those days. That didn't make sense. I find myself um, having days like that, right? Which is great because um, if <laughs> being in my mid, <laughs> being in my mid twenties told me anything now, it's um, who cares what people think, obviously. But like, if I would just want to be comfortable and I don't look cool one day, I don't care anymore. Like I just need to be comfy. So that's the that's the move for 2024. Um but yeah, I I I think I'm at a good point now. I love my hijab. I love experimenting now with new colors and new styles and I'm happy I've gotten to that point because there was a time where I literally only wore a black hijab for like 2 years straight because I felt like I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want attention to my hijab. I wanted to wear it the exact same way every single day. I kind of treated it like a as if I had just had like, you know, like a brown hairstyle and I was like this is my hair, not changing it. I I kind of which whatever. That's what I was going through at the time. Left it like that. But um I'm happy at where I'm at now and I think um, 
I hope I can become more confident, like obviously like my body image and maybe that will help my hijab journey as well. But I'm also, I'm at a really great point where now I think because I've been wearing it for so long, I see it as a part of who I am and I can't imagine myself without it. And I think it's one of the best things that I've ever done. And I also think it's, it grounds me every single day because when I'm not being the best Muslim in my everyday life and I could be doing better, I think, well, alhamdulillah, I'm wearing the hijab and and I'm reminded of God literally every day when I put it on, or I'm reminded of to be a good human, I'm reminded to be kind, I'm reminded to be patient, to carry myself the right way, I'm reminded to carry my community the best way, to smile as much as I can, I don't do that, (laughs) but I should, Um, but I'm reminded of all those things, and like what, what a beautiful and incredible thing, right? And how awesome is it to be part of a community of women who all do the same thing? That's so sick. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, And here we are now. I have a career that's um, around modest fashion. And I work to express myself creatively with the hijab as a focal point in that. And I hope I have like been as good as a representation as I can. I know that um, I could do better. I know that um, there's a lot of conversation around what a Muslim influencer should be and should act like and the use of them and if they should even exist and all those things. And I do not want to unpack that. But I think if it helped me put the hijab on, I just hope that I can serve that for someone else and I hope someone has felt the same thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I love my hijab. I love putting cute clips on them. I love putting little... um, Changing my scarf colours, putting bandanas on them. You know, remember the bandana era, guys? I love it. It's so fun. And I think... But honestly, I think the best thing about wearing the hijab is like seeing other muslim women it's just so cute and no matter what background doesn't matter you could speak totally different languages nothing in common do not even know how to say hello to each other but the one thing you can do is say assalamu alaikum and they'll say wa alaikum assalam and you just you know each other that's so cute (laughs) i'm just a Okay, I need to shut this down. Okay, well, yep, that's to summarize my 10-year hijab journey. I love wearing my hijab. I love you hijabi girls. Um, If you've been thinking about wearing the hijab, try it. Um, If you have any questions about it, if you want to talk about it, if you're struggling with it, reach out to me um, and we'll talk about it. But I love you guys so much. Some things I've been loving this week. um, hmm, Let me think. Free Palestine. Ceasefire. Ceasefire um two um free palestine yep and three free palestine and yeah i love you guys so much i'll chat with you guys next week please follow me on all socials i've linked everything down below no matter where you're watching it from and i love you stay safe and yeah 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 i can't say end one more time bye i love you